0: Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So, today we are going to talk about some legislation out of New York, how that legislation is being described, and whether that description is accurate. We're going to talk about policy and gold standards, and we'll go from there. So, the legislation is being described as sweeping police reform legislation. I don't know if that's true. If you have watched my videos on this topic, you have heard me say the phrase, the minimum amount of force necessary to affect the arrest. That's what policy should be when it comes to use of force. The minimum necessary to affect the arrest. That's what you should use. Okay. That's the gold standard of policy around the country. That's what it should be everywhere. What does this legislation do? It clearly defines the minimum amount of force necessary to affect the arrest. That's what it does. I don't know that this is sweeping. Um, this is taking good policy and turning it into legislation. That's unique. It really is. Um, plain and simple. It basically says, hey, you can't escalate a situation and then use force. You can't use force on somebody who has already been subdued because that's been an issue lately. Um, that's really what it boils down to. I don't know that this is sweeping. This is standard. This should, This is probably what's already written down as policy. The difference is now it's law. And since it's law, there's criminal penalties that go along with violating it. This is a unique template they can probably be reproduced in other states. It's a good idea. The Union, of course, is pushing back against it. They're basically saying that, well, under this, we won't even know if we're allowed to use force, so our only option will be to avoid confrontation. Okay, let me clear this up for you. If you don't know if you're allowed to use force, you're not. You're supposed to be using the minimum. So, if there is confusion, you're, you're not looking to use the minimum. You're trying to find what you can justify. So, the minimum amount of force necessary to affect the arrest. And it defines it in a couple of different ways. Um, and when it comes to the, the actual definition and what's going to matter for charges, it basically means you have to actually believe that was the minimum, And a reasonable person has to believe that was the minimum. So it's no longer just the officer's perception. That's good. It's good legislation, and it doesn't uh, doesn't handcuff law enforcement. It makes them try to de-escalate. It requires them to exhaust other means before using force. And it stops short of creating a... uh, a step-by-step thing that has to be followed. Because while that sounds like a good idea, it's really not when you get into the different scenarios that can occur. Um, You can try de-escalation, right? That would be the first thing. Verbal warnings. But if somebody comes out swinging a bat at someone, you, you don't have time to run through the steps. So what happens is the officer ends up going to that final step and using lethal force, rather than just jumping to pepper spray um that pattern it, it, locking it into a step-by-step process isn't actually good this is good it's written well i i've heard some uh some attorneys say that it may be easier for cops attorneys to uh create reasonable doubt But given the fact that this is going to make it easier to charge them, I don't know that that's going to matter as much. It's going to curtail the behavior. Now, as a side note, I sent this to uh, somebody who used to be a cop, used to be a deputy down here. I've talked about him before. The guy who said that if he did that, his sheriff would meet him in the parking lot with a mag light. It's a big flashlight. There were people that had questions about it last time. Um, Down here, they used to... Hit you with that instead of a, of a baton. He uh, read through it and said, this, this is just common sense. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.